0: Welcome to The Boundless Self, a podcast that is here to explore all of the ways in which we limit ourselves. Together we will explore the deep, messy, exciting and often uncomfortable topics to identify and heal everything that keeps you from believing in your boundless potential. I'm your host Kathleen McBride and Becoming Boundless changed everything for me. Now I run a life and a business embracing my own fears and helping people all around the world to believe in themselves. Tune into each episode and join me on your journey of becoming your most boundless self. Welcome back friends to another episode of The Boundless Self. I'm so excited to have you here as always and I want to thank you for investing in this journey of becoming boundless together and continuing to come back and listen each week to the amazing guests and the episodes and the topics that we're exploring and today you are not going to be disappointed today we're exploring the dark feminine energy and it's a fucking incredible episode with Coco our amazing guest I can't wait for you to hear I'm not going to spoil it but there is some juice and extremely approachable tangible actionable steps within this as well as a deeper understanding of what your feminine energy actually is and how to balance it my meaning that it's not just hashtag love and light it's about so much more which is just really exciting for me to be able to create a place to share this with you As always, I want you to just check in with yourself before you start this episode. Take a breath, acknowledge how are you really feeling? What's going on for you? And do you need some words of compassion or understanding or motivation today? What do you need? And how can you give yourself that in this moment? Speaking of this, I have a free Inner Child Healing Challenge coming up. So I ran a free workshop just yesterday and it was incredible the replay was available for 24 hours so if you get in and you listen to this you might just get it if you haven't gotten the replay already I'll put the link in the show notes but if you want to explore inner child healing I have this free five-day challenge coming up and again the approach of this challenge is an approachable tangible action step way of healing So this is every morning you'll receive a five to 10 minute guided practice or exercise for you to go through around healing your inner child. It's going to be an incredible journey over the next five days. It's all run via a Facebook group and you have a group of people who are doing the same thing. It's going to be amazing. I'd love to have you join us. We start this Monday, the 20th of March, and it's all free. So I'll put the link to join the Facebook group in the show notes, but otherwise, let's dive into the episode. I can't wait for you to listen and meet Coco. Welcome back to another episode of The Boundless Self. I'm so excited to have Coco here with us today, who is a very special guest of mine. She is a past client. She's absolutely incredible and She is a feminine empowerment coach and mentor. Now, today, what I want to talk about with Coco is something that is a bit. Tantalizing, and I feel like we're all going to get into (laughs) it—the dark feminine energy. So we're going to go today into all things: what is energy? What is the divine feminine? The masculine, and really go into what is the dark feminine, and what what are the lies that we've been told about it, and how can we use it and bring it more into our lives, and how Mm. can we take advantage of this? Because I know that there's a lot of magic that's held there. And I'm so excited for Coco, our expert, to share this with us. So Coco, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk about all of this today. I just feel like it's such an engaging and open space where I can just dive in deep to all of these sort of topics. So it's exciting.
0: Totally. And do you want to just tell us briefly, Coco, a little about who you are and how you fell into really becoming so empowered in this divine feminine work that you're doing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yes, I'm a feminine empowerment coach. And I think really how I came into the essence of my work is getting your divine feminine, reawakening her through us, because it's something that we've lost touch with in recent years and past years, but especially recent years more so. And my first awakening, I think, to my divine feminine is I'm a dancer. So I've been dancing since I was really young and I use dance as part of my coaching as well as an embodiment, mindful movement practice to get in touch with our bodies, to get in tune with our intuition and all of the wisdom that our bodies hold. And being a dancer is a really sacred space where we can explore all of those areas. And the modality in which i dance as well is sacred dance but it's it's middle eastern belly dance and that is inherently very intrinsic to many women and over the years i started this when i was 14 over the years holding space for women and seeing them connect to their bodies in that way to their femininity and to all of this energy that they have within and seeing them glow afterwards you can really see that divine feminine energy come through and i think that's really where my journey started and from there i moved into the corporate world. I was a business partner, a team leader. I've been in business management for the past 10 years until I left to open my own small business as a feminine empowerment coach um, last year. So that is a little bit of my journey and how I came into this space.
0: I love it. So you really started through dance, through movement, mm-hmm. right? Which, yes. And you said, you know, sacred belly dancing, like it's such a, it is such a feminine movement isn't it like I'm just seeing fucking hips rolling bodies gyrating you know and like I don't know if anyone I've never been to a class before but I've done things in my own practice with somatic work which sounds very similar even just starting to move the hips around in a circle for example and you feel that's like when we our next question to go into was what is energy and like what are the different energetic states that you can be in and I think anybody knows When you get your boogie on, your energy changes, right? The vibe is different, I guess. And that's probably a great way to describe energy to someone is a vibe, right? Yeah. Like, you know, when you
1: vibe, a feeling, yeah.
0: Like, when you you think like external energy, like when you walk into a room, like say, when you walk into like a corporate office, for example, the energy is very different than if you'd walk into, say, a yoga class, right? Energy feels very different in that space. So, Kogo, tell us. In your definition, what is energy? What is feminine? What is the masculine? What are these buzzwords that we've been hearing so much about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if we start in in nature, we have masculine and we have feminine energy. So let's start there. You've got your the sun is a masculine energy. You've got the moon, which is a feminine energy. So the sun is all about action. It's all about power and that it's um very driven. And then you've got your moon, which is more intuitive and mysterious and flowing. And, and that's a feminine energy. You've got your yin and your yang. You've got what fire, which is masculine, and you've got water, which is feminine. So we have these energies all around us all the time. But to dive into it a little bit deeper, but to simplify it as well, your masculine energy is driven, it's logical, it's linear, it's structured, it's routine, it's control, and it's action driven. So it's action based. It's how we can get all these things done. Your feminine energy is fluid, intuitive, it's nurturing, it's uh, receptive, it's all of these, it's emotional based, it's yielding, it's um, all of these emotional based feelings that we have. And at the moment, we're very much in our doing. And we're not very much in our being. So, your feminine energy is really about your being and your emotions and your intuition and to tap into those. So, it's not so much about being. I just want to say as well, this has absolutely nothing to do with gender either. So it's I was not about being a male. I was going
0: to ask that, yeah, because it is yeah. it's so tied in, even the, the words that we say, right? Like, mm-hmm. I remember yeah. I actually, who was it? I was doing a course with Mark Groves and he actually just changed the descriptors. He said that the feminine was the child I think and the yeah. masculine was the warrior like the warrior mm. and the child using those different analogies and those different words but I love yeah. that you're saying that like masculine feminine energies have nothing to do with gender and it's not like as if you identify as a man you need to be 100% in your masculine or if you identify as a woman you're 100% and you're feminine it's exactly.
1: nothing like that right at all. So it's about blending these two beautiful energies that we have together and how they can best serve each other and work together. Because there's, an, there's another way that we can describe this as well. And I really love this because it's, very, it's visual and it's easy to understand. So if you think of a flagpole and the flag at the top, your flagpole is your masculine. It's controlled, it's structured, it's holding space for the flag at the top and it's in it's in its spot it's linear you've got the flag at the top and the flag is flowing with the wind it's fluid it's she's healed. a wave
0: and she's a going. She's surrendering. Yeah. yeah but it's and like a, it's a supportive yes sure that is both parts are really important right Absolutely. and i guess i guess my next question is like what happens when you are for example too much in your masculine because I think mm-hmm. especially in the corporate world that you came from and the world that we live in today, we we are really stuck in that idea that doing is better than being, right? That we have to achieve, we have to grind, we have to yes. continually be doing yeah. and you know, create like just making things and getting shit yeah. done and, you know, always taking things off our to-do list. What is, and maybe you can share your own experience, but what is mm. like what happens when we're too much in that energy when It almost feels like we're not meant to be, like we're meant to have more of a balance. And Coco, would I be right in saying that everybody's balance is different as well?
1: 100%. And that's something that I would love to pinpoint later on as well. Um, But firstly, I'll get into about what it looks like when you're too much in your masculine or vice versa, too much in your feminine. And if we look at our, our structure today, I would say what 80, 90% of people are either in, you know, some sort of nine to five job, they're doing the same thing day in, day out. And that's the way that our structure is. So they're they're forcing things to happen, they're pushing, they're grinding, they're hustling, they're in this linear space and they're doing all of the things. At the moment, we very much as a society value our our worth from how productive we are how many goals we have, how successful we are, how much we're grinding and hustling. And, you know, there was a time as well, we had this big girl boss energy, which is great, but it gets to the point where if we're not being enough and all we're doing is doing, we're going to reach a point where we can't, our bodies can't sustain that. You get burnt out, you get stressed, anxious, depressed, all of these sort of issues, because we're just so focused on all of the doing and this masculine paradigm that we're in at the moment. And then if you look at being in your feminine, you can also be too much in your feminine where you are very receptive. You don't have any boundaries. You give too much. You're too much with the flow where you don't have any structure at all. And that can be hard to achieve things to get things done because we still want to be able to do that. But we want to be able to do that from a place of alignment. We want aligned action. Not just action for the sake of doing it, but it needs to be in alignment with what we want, what our passions are, what we love, and what our intent is behind it as well. So it's really important for us to discover and explore what is our intent behind doing things. Mm-hmm. Because if it's just because we think that we should do it or we need to do it or society is telling us to do it, then that's not an intention that's going to help you. Isn't It's going to be sustainable in the long run.
0: Yeah, I love what you said there, Coco, about we need aligned action not Mm. just action for the sake of action, right? And that aligned word reminds me of what you said around intention, right? Like really like, why am I doing this? What is the purpose? What's my energy behind this? What am I Mm. using as fuel? How Mm -hmm. am I going about it, you know? And I really feel in this world, like burnout is such a real problem, right? Like especially in the corporate world, burnout is so fucking real and painful that so mm-hmm. many people have gone through. You might have even been there. Oh,
1: exactly. I, I remember in my, you know, in my career just throughout, just constantly feeling like I'm climbing up a mountain and just never reaching the top. But I'm just forcing and pushing myself, and I'm climbing and I'm climbing. And I'm like, where am I going? Because that's
0: it, right? You don't know where you're going, no. right? When you fall into that state of, I need to do, 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 yes. it's very unclear. Like, what's your guiding light post? You're like, I have exactly. no idea. Like, and it yep. reminds me, you know, a real feminine guiding piece that has been really powerful for me has been values, right? And using values as a light post, which again, like you said, it's coming back to that intention, you know, why am I doing this? Where am I, like, where am I going? What am I doing this for? How am I going about this thing? And I think that's so important. So Coco, on your journey, just curiously, it sounds like you've been on a journey where you've been almost super in your masculine and (laughs) you face some of those experiences and challenges of burnout you know, exhaustion, mm. anxiety, all those different sorts of symptoms. Yeah. What was it like for you waking up for that? And how did you go about almost rebalancing in your unique way? And again, I want to preface, remember everybody's balance is different. So let's go into different. that after.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. So I think on my journey, and this is a big thing of our sort of masculine paradigm is we do things without really asking ourselves why or asking about the intention. And I think I lost myself in that I was doing all the things that I was told I should be doing. I was doing all of the things that, you know, society values. I had a great career, bought a house, you know, I was successful. I had all of these things that, you know, I was told like, once you get all of this, You're good. You're sweet. Like you're you're gonna be happy.
0: You'll be happy, right? And then you get there and you're like, fucking
1: bullshit. I call bullshit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's
1: all lies. And it was because there was something in me that was just yearning to come out. And my passions, my curiosities. And this is something that is so important is for us to follow our curiosities in life, to follow those little, those little nudges, those little whispers that you know we hear and that we feel and coming back the essence of your divine feminine is coming back to you your intuition your inner knowing and trusting in that because how many times do we have a an inkling for something our gut will tell us something and we ignore it and then it ends up coming true <laughs> and you're like times, demon, yeah yes should have listened to myself yeah and that's what it is it's coming into your intuition so once i really started to Dive into that and listening to myself and connecting with myself. Obviously, there are a lot of modalities as well that help with this. You know, meditation and breath work and movement, dancing, yoga, whatever you find your own unique thing that works for you. But find that sacred time, that space for yourself to connect with your inner workings. And once you do that more and more, your knowing becomes clearer, and your passions become clear your curiosities your loves everything becomes fine tuned because you're 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 dipping into that and you're tuning into it so for me it was really about just following those little curiosities curiosities that i had i didn't leave my 9 to 5 in like a day and i was like all right i'm going to go off and i'm going to be a coach like it's obviously not realistic but I spent a lot of time with myself. I went and I studied different courses and I read different books and I listened to different podcasts. And I really did that inner work and what felt good to me, not what looked good, but what felt good. And that's where the real magic happens is when we're tapping into what feels good to me, not what should I do? How many things do I need to get done? But what do I want to do? How do I want to feel? Mm. Um so, for me, it was really an uncovering once I just started digging deeper and deeper into myself, and eventually, yeah, I had the opportunity to leave and studied a course, and now i'm I'm on my way. but it was really an unraveling wow. of everything that I thought, everything every everything that I thought I was or who I was told I should be, yeah. and really learning or unlearning everything that I was told to find who I really am. And I think once you find that, you can no longer fit into where you think you should be because you're like, this isn't me. This is just something that I've been told, but yeah. it's not actually who I am. And once that like really clicked into position for me, I was like, I, yeah, I couldn't, do, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I, I have to it. just, yeah, go yeah. on my own path and find my own way and speak my truth and my authenticity. And
0: yeah. here we are. <laughs> here you are. And like, I'm curious. What's changed for you in terms of like your day-to-day, in terms of anxiety, how you're feeling, like what has changed as a result of you doing the inner work and Mm -hmm. deciding to, again, like I hear you saying, you found your unique balance of the masculine Mm and feminine energies. You went and you found that and you almost tapped into this resource of energy that you didn't know you necessarily had, that you'd been denying for so long. That was begging to kind of be let out and you said so many great things there around like the shoulds right like we get told especially in the corporate world but and even just growing up in our family we get get told who we should be we get told the things that we especially as women especially as women the things that we are to want you know the the job the house the kids the car whatever it might be we get told the things that we should be wanting right? Mm -hmm. And so you end up crafting this identity, right? Of who you are, who Coco is, who wants these things, right? And that's how you end up going down that road and I think so many people have this moment, you know, this dark night of the soul experience. We go, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I putting- Who am I? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's an identity crisis. Who am I, right? Like, who am I? This doesn't feel like me. I don't look like me sometimes, you know, like we can also alter our appearance, even like our fashion sense, right? Like I remember dressing in this fucking corporate wear all the time. And then I was looking, I was like, Who am I right now? Who am I trying to be? You know,
1: I used to, I remember when I would get dressed in the mornings. It felt like for me, like I was putting my armor on because I had to like putting your costume on, putting it on, oh, wrapping myself in, getting to the elevator and being like, all right, here we go, like going into battle, you know, (laughs) like that's how it
0: felt. Yeah, wow. And can you imagine that exhaustion in your body, right? (sighs) Like every single day, imagine getting ready to go into battle. Like that's your nine to five. You're putting on your armor, you're going into battle and you're essentially putting on a mask, right? A a costume or something that you're not. And so with this journey for you of Mm -hmm. really, it basically sounds like discovering who the fuck you are and and reconnecting to your intuition, reconnecting Mm -hmm. to your femininity, it sounds like as well through dance and so much more. Mm -hmm. How has that impacted your life? How do you feel now?
1: Oh, massively. And I think The really key thing here is like how we go about our everyday. like instead of waking up in the morning and thinking, writing a to-do list of all the things that I have to do, it's taking a step back and really embracing the feminine traits of rest and recuperation and joy and pleasure. These are all productive for us as beings, as humans in this society this is all productive. And if we don't learn how to do that, we, we just always end up reaching that stage where we burn out and we get sick and we get, you know, we have these anxieties and stresses come through. So these feminine principles that we've really lost and not only lost, but devalued as a society. It's not
0: devalued. That is the key point right there. Like, again, when we think about these, like, this is my theory, right? I think that we learn to rely on external validation so much yeah. because we are lacking the connection to our, our own intuition, our Absolutely. own sense of self, right? Yeah. And in the corporate world and in, in most of our society that we live in today, external validation is really needed to create that sense of self, right? To create yes. that drive, to create that, oh yes, I am, I have value, I'm important, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas the feminine like when you just did there you said pleasure and rest are productive right pleasure and rest are fucking productive like what the fuck happens when you are in a pleasurable rested state what on earth could you possibly create from that space you know everything Everything. is possible from that space Mm -hmm. and I think that's so important is that unlearning like the key to the key to not relying on
1: external validation is reconnecting
0: back into that feminine energy that
1: feminine way of being right Yes, absolutely you know we so often don't think of all of these things all of these ways of of being and going about our days as something that you know is important but it is it's crucial for us we have to reconnect back to that state where we can wake up and really ask ourselves and really look and think what do I want to do with my day today like obviously we have things that we need to do and that's never going to stop. We're always going to need that as a society. But it is so important to be able to have the other side of it in order for us to be able to do all of this stuff productively because at the moment the way that we do it is not productive for us. It's not sustainable let's say for us in the long run. So really getting back in touch with with all of those those principles of resting and enjoying my days and you know not getting things done but getting them done in a way that feels good to me. And again, like looking at my intentions behind when I'm doing things, like why am I doing this? Is it something that can wait? Do I have to do 30 things in my one day? Can I spread them out? You know, for me, a really big thing was guilt. Like if I didn't do a million things and like get all of this stuff done, even though I've got the time at the moment, I would feel so guilty. Like Mm -hmm. it's not enough. I'm not doing enough. You know, I'm not worthy because I'm not doing all of these things. I'm not achieving all of these things. And we just put so much focus and value on all of these things as a society of being productive and successful and achieving and doing and hustling. And then the other side of it, the the feminine side of it, you know, just going out, connecting with nature. Mm -hmm. How often 80% of my time I would be stuck, 90% of my time I would be stuck in a little fluorescent room for 10 12 hours hours out of my day and with and no connection you didn't to- love
0: the fluorescent room you didn't love the decor yeah
1: with no connection to the outside world like I would go in during the day and come back and it was nighttime. and like whole worlds have shifted in that time and we've lost that connection as well with just being out in nature going for a walk going for a hike and that is productive as well like all of these 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 things so your your feminine is so much more than just being, you know, this this light and this love, but she's really fuel for you to not survive but to thrive. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the way that we do things at the moment, we're very good at surviving, but are we actually thriving? Are we enjoying ourselves? Are we enjoying the process of going to wherever it is that we're going, of getting to where we want to get to? Because you can get there and achieve all of these amazing things, but if you've not enjoyed yourself in the process, what's the point? Like if you've been stressed and and burnt out and and anxious and you've got all of these challenging emotions coming up throughout the whole time, which is normal as well. But if you've not enjoyed your whole journey to getting to where you want to get to, you're not really going to enjoy it at the end. What are
0: you doing, right? Like what are you doing? What what is the purpose of life if not? to experience joy, right? Yes. Joy and connection and yes. emotion, right? I think we so often go about our journey in life trying to avoid emotion, right? Yes. Like we almost so try nice. and go, I don't want to feel the lows, mm-hmm. therefore I'm going to like minimize my emotional capacity, my emotional range, and you miss out on the highs as well. Yes. And I think a really big part for me of reconnecting to that feminine energy has been mm. letting myself fucking feel the messiest emotions, yes, and when but learning that as a skill, right? Which we're not taught, and we should be. But that is the one should I will allow you should be taught how to feel your feelings. Yeah, um, the one should, and we're also not taught then how to experience the highs and how to relish in them. You yes. know.
1: Like, gratitude fucking yeah,
0: like, having an yeah. orgasm like enjoy yes. it you know we're so exactly. fast to be like oh my god get there get the orgasm yes. you know, get it. You just skip over the whole part yeah yes. exactly I remember right. I was with I was with a partner one time and he said to me he said it's a race the first person to have an orgasm wins and I was like
1: no honey I re- and I
0: was like. I don't really think this is how I want to have sex. Like this doesn't feel good. You know, I, was really like, you know I don't me. really want it to be a race. I want to enjoy my time here, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. yeah so funny. Eh? But anyway, so let's go back into this feminine energy and about mm. it. And let's go into this fucking dark feminine because you you went started going down this place. And I think you're so right. We can often fall into this trap of thinking that feminine energy is hashtag light and love and flowers mm. and rainbows yeah. and i get this vision of you know fucking someone just like sitting there and waving their arms around and feeling all this stuff and you know being very woo woo and <laughs> yes, wearing a floaty yes. dress and a, you know yeah. something like that and <laughs> that can be so fucking off-putting right oh, like 100%. Me, yeah, yeah and i imagine for you as well but for me being someone who was definitely more in my masculine mm-hmm. coming into this yeah. Looking at that, like I remember looking at some coaching programs that were around reconnecting to your feminine energy and it was this hashtag light and love, flowy, yeah. you know, complete yeah. like the people that were speaking were like, you know, and you know, and you just have to. Yeah. Oh, don't get me <laughs> yeah. well, And look, totally nothing wrong with that. That's your no, life. Go absolutely for it. But what yeah. I'm saying is that it was extremely intimidating and uncomfortable to even witness it's
1: not that. realistic that's why yeah, well
0: it wasn't realistic for me and that's why I love that view that you, we've shared of the unique balance of the masculine and yeah. within each person yeah. right and it doesn't mean that you know you're 50 50 it doesn't mean that you're even 70 know. 30 anyone can be anything right exactly. and that's yeah. what that journey is about but tell us about this feminine energy and the different aspects of it because we have yeah, heard this word, dark feminine and I want to fucking know more about it
1: Okay. So firstly, what I will say is myself personally, I have always been very in touch with my dark feminine and your dark feminine is the power within you. It's your inner power, your inner resource. So your, your dark feminine is the, the attribute, the traits of it are your death and your rebirth. She's magnetic, she's transformational, she's powerful, she's fierce she's strong and she speaks her voice. She's bold. So she, you can, if you want to as well, if you're interested in this, but you have deities that sort of embrace all of these dark feminine uh, qualities. So you've got um, your Egyptian goddess Sekhmet. She is the symbol of female empowerment. She's called the mighty one, the powerful one. And she embraces all of these qualities, the strength, the death, the rebirth, because it's also your shadow side, right? So your death and your rebirth, it's like the Phoenix coming through from the, ashes. And we have to get to that death in order to find our power and to emerge through the flames like the Phoenix reborn. So these are all of the sort of traits that you you, you sense into with these deities. Um, you've got another one. Her name is Kali. She's the Hindu goddess as well of death and destruction, creation, transformation. And these women are fierce. They're powerful. And within like feminine archetypes, you've got like the wild woman, the warrior woman, and these women are all one thing I will say though, is that they're not masculine. So they're within their power and their strength and their, you know, their fierceness, but it doesn't come from aggression of trying to control. It it almost,
0: yeah, it almost sounds a bit masculine. Right. And it Mm -hmm. seems like, you know, you spoke
1: about that strength, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The the feminine is a powerful Ah. force.
0: In but it's, it's different right it's different yes. it's, it's coming from a different intention a different source
1: yes and the reason why it's different as well is it's because it's emotionally based it's emotion so ah. you're, masculine, you're masculine, and you're doing and you're getting things done and all of that but your your feminine is emotional emotionally based so all of these traits within you they're all emotional gotcha. in the dark feminine yes that makes so sense. for me how i sort of Um, embodied this this dark feminine was especially in work Um, I sort of had to because I'm I was very much in my masculine but you know just throughout my life as well what being in that that dancing space and around women and I was very in touch with my feminine as well she didn't the light feminine I will say didn't come out too much and that's what I'm really diving into now in my life ah, the stage I'm at but my dark feminine has always been there
0: mm, and we can see like I almost feel like it's an easier starting point to go into Mm. from, if you are somebody who's been super rooted in your masculine, going like we spoke about going into the hashtag light and love might sound really weird to you. It might be really uncomfortable Mm. and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like that's okay for you not to want to go completely into that. But what I'm hearing is that the feminine is so much more than just light and love. Right? Oh, absolutely. Is, yeah. The feminine yeah. is a sense of empowerment, strength, the, yes. deep, the rebirth, the power. Yeah.
1: The being authentic and using your voice and trusting in yourself, in the universe, in your life. And when you have that inner knowing, that inner trust, that's where your power comes from. Because no matter what happens on the outside, you're good here. You're safe. Like you're protected with yourself nothing else can affect that I so love
0: that, it it feels it like power. it feels like bad bitch energy and I really yeah. like that, you know and, <laughs> it, it's, and it's literally the completely opposite of the traditional feminine that we've kind of been shown right it is yeah. the complete opposite and it's kind of exciting and so it tell is, us how
1: absolutely. Though,
0: how do we connect more to this dark feminine energy how can we connect and play with this and bring it mm-hmm. more into our life
1: Mm. So I will say one thing. In order to connect to your sort of divine feminine as a whole, you do really need to start with—I don't want to say start, but it, it is a good—it is a good place to to experiment and explore with your um, your light feminine traits. So your light feminine traits are—it's listening to. To your voice, your inner knowing, your intuition, and trusting that. It's being embodied in your physical bodies through movement, dance, breath work, whatever it is that you prefer, but being embodied and sensing through our emotions and letting the, those emotions work through us. It is surrender, surrendering and trusting in your path and not trying to control and force things to happen, but in, in knowing that you're 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 all good within yourself. So if you think of your light feminine traits, which are your intuitive, receptive, fluid, inflow, nurturing, all of those light you know traits that we have within our light feminine, and you've got your dark feminine who is in her power, she's fierce, she speaks her truth, she's bold and courageous, she's transformational and magnetic. And you blend these two energies together. But then you've also got your masculine underneath, which is your action. And it's what helps us. It's what holds space for your feminine. And it's what's driven and structured and routine and allows your divine feminine to flourish and do all of the things that she wants to do. Because this is your action, but this is your emotion and how you feel. And when you blend all of these energies together... It is pure magic because that is where it's the synergy of all of these energies is just pure magic.
0: Yes. And like what I'm hearing is being able to have all of these as a resource to use you yes. in your life, right? Like and tap almost, into when you need to. Exactly. Like almost if we think about, you know, say for example, and I'm sure there's many more, but let's take, you know, we have a glass full of light feminine, a glass full of dark feminine, a glass full of masculine. Like yeah. you now have all these different like resources Absolutely. to tap into rather than continually pouring from one and getting to that empty cup that space of burnout exactly. right like and it i feel happens like with all of them yes yeah. exactly like when you're too much in one i feel like as again our, each of our balances within how much of the light uh, light feminine dark feminine masculine whatever it is we all hold a different balance mm-hmm. but i feel like when we lean too far into one That goes past our own limits. That's when we reach that point of burnout or when we experience things like anxiety and depression, right? Um, Or fucking having that thing of what the fuck am I doing? Who am I? What's going on? Because you just have no, you have no energy left, right? You're simply imbalanced. And something else that you, you've said it when we've been talking before, and I just have to say that quote, which is my favorite thing you've ever said, which is there's a balance within the feminine and it's not the masculine
1: exactly yeah and
0: that's absolutely. exactly what you've been talking about right is this the light feminine and the dark feminine all these different archetypes that we can have and not just relying on the hashtag love and light and also oh, not relying exactly. on the darkness and the power and they're using yes. my voice like it's a mix of yeah. both exactly how, yeah how can we do that how can we find more balance in the feminine
1: honestly it's all about Discovering yourself, experimenting and exploring with with what works for you, and I think once you really find your authentic expression, and you're able to tap into that inner knowing and your intuition, that's what helps you to use your voice and to be authentic and to be powerful because you're in that space where you're where you're you've found that alignment and that passion that that love that you have, and it allows us to be powerful, um, but the essence of the the feminine energy is her her intuition and her it's herself and her inner knowing and once you become in touch with that and you really and i mean really discover that delve deep into it and just let it let it lead you instead of you trying to lead it let it lead you and Ooh, see where it
0: goes go into that a bit more when you say let it lead you mm practically what does that look like you know and, and this is something I've struggled with with all yeah. feminine stuff it's always like yeah. you know just surrender just do this just, yeah. you're like what like but so what do I actually do you yeah. know like and again it's yeah. funny because it's not about the doing it's about the being but exactly. it's almost like
1: I, and I and always want not, to be, Is like yeah, a masculine way to try and just to look try. at it yeah
0: but I'm like but <laughs> like tell me like what hmm. what is just tell us a bit practically about what that might look like if it yeah. can't be put into a practical essence.
1: As I was saying before, it is really about tapping into your, your intuition and letting that lead you. And some little examples for myself personally. So this everybody doesn't have to do this, obviously. But I've really looked into my human design. And I'm a I'm a generator by by nature. And this re- just reading about that, it's very complex, but just reading about that really hit home for me. And there's one specific thing that it said in there because this was at a time when I wasn't as sure as I am now. I would hear and sense into things, but I didn't know if it was right or wrong and I didn't trust myself to make those decisions. But after I read this and it was one line in there and it said, when you're trying to make decisions as a generator, like my specific profile, when you're trying to make decisions, you're gonna either get an uh-huh or an uh-uh and wait until you hear either one of those. So every time I would make a decision, I'd be like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, should I do this? Should I do that? I'd be like, okay, let's just take a minute, take a deep breath. And I would drop in and I would listen to that inner either. And it happens all the time for me. And I do this quite regularly whenever I'm trying to make a decision about something and I get into that frazzled state. I always just take a step back and drop into that. And I'm like, is it an uh uh-huh or uh uh-uh? So Mm, There are a lot of different ways that you can tap into this. You can through meditation, through breath work, through yoga, going out into nature. And something that I really want to pinpoint here is you need to find what works for you. It's really easy in this day and age with social media to look at what everybody's doing, and everyone's got this perfect perfect formula for you that's going to change your life. It's going to transform everything, and if you follow it, everything's going to be good. But that that again is another masculine way of trying to take away your inner resource and your inner power. But what you need to do is really go out and just dis- discover, explore, experiment with what works for you. Don't even if it looks like everybody's doing a certain thing, like for example when I first started on my journey, everybody would say, get up in the morning and meditate. It doesn't oh, work for me. I I get up and I just, it doesn't, it doesn't work well for me. I need to move around. I need a sense into myself. Like I can't just get up and sit there and meditate for 10 minutes, but I would see it everywhere. And I would sit there and I would struggle and I'd be like, oh, why can't I do it? And it would happen with all different sort of you know, other modalities as well, but really, really find what works for you, what works for your life, your routine, whatever is going on for you and lean into that, tap into that. And slowly, slowly you will build rituals, practices. This is another thing as well to really dive deep and connect with your divine feminine create some sort of ritual or practice and I highly highly recommend this for tapping into that that inner knowledge that intuition because when you're in that space you you discover a lot about yourself and you hear there's no noise around you and you have the time and the space to really drop in and listen to what your body is telling you what your soul is telling you and your mind sometimes our mind lies to us though so we have to be careful there but <laughs> I would really No, say, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Find a spiritual, not even spiritual, find a sacred ritual that works for you, something that feels good for you and, and discover it might be meditation. It might be diving into your human design profile. It might be doing some breath work. It might be getting up and just dancing in the morning, going for a walk in nature, um, whatever it might be, but find something. And the other thing I want to say as well is it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very yes. simple.
0: Oh my you don't god! have to there's million things. The 10-step morning thing.
1: routine from
0: hell, no. right? Like what's going on there, you know? And I think this is something like so important. Every single one of my clients that I give any sort of homework to, and I'll always give them a, pra- a practice, right? Which is yes. something to just play with. I always yes. say, dude, do it for 30 seconds. Yeah, do do exactly. it for 30 seconds. If you can do it for 30 seconds each day, that's fucking awesome, right? Exactly. Like, Oh, it 100%. Yeah, it's going to... Oh, consistent. And I think... Yeah. So this is really fascinating, isn't it? Consistency is within the masculine. Consistency is is something that's masculine, right? So if you're looking to develop a morning routine to sink more into your feminine, it doesn't Mm. have to be consistent, right? And that's not the measure of
1: success when it comes to create- And you feel different every day. One day you you might get up and you're like, you know what? I do want to meditate for 30 minutes. Go for it. Absolutely. You wake up the next day and say, you know what? I feel like going for a long walk in nature. Do that. Don't have some sort of fixed idea of what you should be doing again. Because that's in the masculine, right?
0: Uh, (laughs) I love it. That's the masculine way of doing it. So what I'm hearing is if you want to connect more to your feminine energy and experiment with this light and dark and Mm -hmm. doing this, the key really is to create space and find your unique way of Mm -hmm. tuning into yourself and your intuition. And that's important for you to experiment with and realize that there's probably going to be a couple of different ways that you really enjoy doing that for me it's nature meditation and movement those are my three but every day it looks different and sometimes I might I want to do all three sometimes I want to do none sometimes I want to do one and that's really important and for me journaling is also really helpful too just doing a big brain dump onto the page Mm
1: -hmm. or even
0: talking with people you know like having a yeah. conversation with a friend to sound something out and you know, then when you have that moment when you realize oh no
1: this is how i actually feel you know yeah. after speaking with someone you have a breakthrough You're like oh my god no oh, yeah connection absolutely and that cute. and that's another very feminine trait is connection with others and and love and and having that exchange with people yeah, yeah. absolutely
0: I love it. So it's not about being consistent. It's about getting curious and trying out some yes, of these things. getting curious
1: and, and following your curiosities. Follow yeah. those little whispers that you hear, those little inklings. Listen to them and they will yeah. grow and they'll become clearer and bigger.
0: Yes, like, oh, I want to try this or, oh, I wonder what yeah. that would be like, you know? Yeah. and yeah, And give it a go in a way that's sustainable and achievable. So it could just be like, for example, like dance, right? Belly mm. dancing. Like that sounds mm. so exciting and fun. Going to a class might be too much right now, right? Find something online, put it on for 30 seconds and give it a whirl, you know, and see how it feels. And so really the key I think is listening to your intuition, which is Mm. about creating space. And that is essentially what the feminine is about, right? It's about creating space surrounding life so you're more present in the moment so that you're feeling each thing in every moment and experiencing the
1: emotions that come along with it. Enjoying Beautiful. the journey, finding your the pleasure, journey. your yeah. joy, yeah. relaxing and resting. It's okay. Yeah. We can we can relax. We can we rest. Can like, yeah, you know, it's, and that it's is productive. productive. It's really like
0: what would happen for you if you were in a rested state. You know, even if you're in a corporate job, right? I think let's say yeah, yeah, like let's say you're in a corporate job. Everything's really hustle, go go go. Imagine mm-hmm. how much more incredible you're going to be able to show up if you spend time resting. Yeah, like absolutely. imagine, right? Imagine what could be possible from there. Self care, self so, love, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, with this dark feminine, I think what I'm really hearing is that we need to get this word feminine out of its box and realize yeah. that it's not just about light Multifaceted, love. yes, multifaceted. And there's so many different archetypes that fall into the category of femininity. And if you don't Mm -hmm. resonate with the light, love, flowy goddess vibes, that's okay, right? And there's other ways for you to tap in and go out, go and do your research, go and see and like look up these deities, these goddesses that embody Mm -hmm. that different type of energy so that you can create some inspiration about what your version of femininity
1: might look like oh absolutely and that's it that's that's the key there is it's authentic to you it's your unique expression and that's that's key there and that is your expression exactly Mm.
0: oh my god i love it okay i'm excited i'm gonna go i'm gonna go try 30 seconds of belly dancing because i've always wanted to do it so i'm gonna try to do it it. and i'm gonna bring (laughs) up my my dark sensual feminine energy yes Okay, Coco, where can people find and connect with you? And I know you have a delicious program coming up, so I'd love for you to share about it.
1: I do. So you can find me on Instagram at IamCocoCarina and I have a 10-week feminine empowerment mentorship program coming up in April, which I'm so excited for. It's called Unleash and Align, and it basically covers everything. The essence of it is bringing out and reawakening your divine feminine in all of these multifaceted ways and how we can practically do that in our day-to-day. So we will do it through connecting with the moon, manifesting and releasing with the moon. We'll be doing a sacred dance session. Guided meditations and journaling, uncovering our unconscious thoughts and beliefs that are holding us back, and all of those juicy things. So, I'm so excited. I can't wait for it to. Oh, to
0: it's going it. to be amazing, and I love the word "unleash" and "align" because it kind of feels like the light and dark. Like the aligned is the, you know, feminine, like you know, the traditional feminine, the light, the love, yeah. the flow. Exactly but the right. Unleash is that unleash that dark yeah. feminine within you, that power. Power, yes. The power voice that essence yes that, your
1: voice your you essence, know and like absolutely. a new
0: it's almost it feels like a new way of being able to drive yourself forward rather than just relying on that masculine do 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 it's utilizing mm. your beautiful emotions to help you take action and move forward in the world exactly 100 percent Oh, I'm so excited I will put everything to reach Coco in the show notes make sure you go follow her and check out her program thank you so much Coco, for this conversation I'm so excited for people to go and experiment with their dark femininity and yes. realize that you don't just need to be about love and light that it's about That's so much exactly. more than that and
1: exactly.
0: what's possible from that space who the fuck knows thank you so much everything <laughs> thank you <laughs>